Welcome back for a new episode of Bigger Picture. Today we will speak about all these new wellness trends we're seeing all over the internet. They are everywhere and yeah, 2024 is going to be a great year. But first, let's talk about you. How was your week? How was the first day of 2024? Are you doing something different? Are you trying new things? Yeah, treat yourself. This is your sign. So, 2023 has ended which means it's time for our annual list of fitness predictions for the coming year. Let's see what's to expect from 2024. Beyond forecasting a specific food trend or workout craze, these predictions are often about identifying a subtle shift in the zeitgeist when it comes to how we think about what it means to live well. Over the years, a consistent theme has emerged. How do we embrace advances in science and technology without losing sight of the tried and true or letting them corrupt an essential humanist element? These questions have probably never been more urgent than in our era of accelerated machine learning. Because with all, all the AI advances, we see some example of James that offer AI-based trainers with different personalities depending on whether you want to be coddled or subjective to dominatrix-style basement, your virtual coach would be able to accommodate your needs. May you live in an interesting time. Depending on your source, the line is either meant as a blessing or curse. So, first trend for sure would be food related like the non-processed food will be increasingly celebrated my guess is that ultra processed would be the food term of the year as everyone who cares about what they eat realize that they need to cut down on food that are industrially pursued use industrially extracted ingredients and are designed to replace real foods and be addictive. Much evidence associates this food with overweight and obesity-related chronic diseases like heart disease, type 2 diabetes, etc. and 
overall mortality. One clinical trial supports the addiction hypothesis. It demonstrates that people who eat ultra-processed diets as opposed to match diets based on minimally processed foods take in many more calories. I would not be surprised to see non-ultra-processed products starting to be advertised as such. The next bro science fad will be inspired by rodents. Sometime in 2024, we will learn on Epochal breakthrough in the quest for longevity. There will be a molecule that, when given in sufficient quantities to certain transgenic rodents, extends life by an amount that, when extrapolated from rodent years to human years, is statically significant. Human trials will be planned. Venture capital will flow like red wine. Extremely long podcasts will be recorded. Obscure herbs that certain obscure herbs that contain molecules distantly related to the breakthrough will flood the internet. The global wellness market will reach a projected size of over six trillion dollars. Life expectancy in the US will continue its decade-long decline. Next point is for sure you saw it all over your social media it's the slow running movement it will continue to grow for sure for too long runners of the pack have felt left behind by the larger running community few running clubs provided support for the 12 minutes or more mile crowd and many race organizers packed up water station or run out of medicals before the slowest runners crossed the finish line. Thankfully, this is beginning to change, largely due to the work of slow running activists like Martinus Evans, founder of the slow AF Run Club and as even stars as reason so as supports to his cause. The virtual club is now made of runners around the world and the past few years have also seen the launch of <laughs> several in-person pace inclusive running groups as most slow runners feel welcome at running events 
the overage cost time for many major races, including the New York City Marathon, is slowing down. There is less stigma. And we'll stop overcomplicated what it means to live well. Amidst the increasing chaos and tumult of everyday life, people will crave stability and simplicity from the airs and fitness routines. There will never be a shortage of those who are into the latest fad or pro science gimmick, but it seems more and more people are becoming tired of this. There is already so much noise in the world and one else and fitness approach need not contribute to it. I suspect it'll increasingly be back to basics because not only do basics work but they aren't so exhausting. Out with the social media hype speeches From car plunges at five in the morning, in with a morning pot of coffee or tea, reading a book, and 30 to 60 minutes of movement that you can do consistently. The former sounds cool. The latter is the path to actual health and well-being. will reach peak marathon majors. Social media can have an unfortunate flattering effect. It can feel like every person on your feed wants the exact same thing. When someone is the only hike worth doing, You see my the only public land worth visiting and the six big city marathon majors, you know, like New York, Boston, Chicago, London, Berlin and Tokyo, are the only foot races worth containing. Interest in these races has boom. Boston qualification keeps getting harder. Lottery application to Chicago have more than doubled over the last decade. So, even a smaller marathon stagnates or even decline. Some time has to give, just as a matter of pure aesthetic. So, perhaps this will be the year of flexing on your followers with a pure in your grassroots 10k we'll see unstructured play for adults everyone is lonely we are stirred for human connection and contact we are stirred for reasons to go outside 
we are all withering and calcifying physically. The natural answer is, of course, stay with me. Pivot P zone. What is a pivot P zone, you ask? It's in open world video games. And these are designated areas where players are able to directly interface with one another. I do not mean for there to be actual violence, obviously, but a place for adults to engage in relatively unstructured play. We need it now more than ever. I see you shaking your head, but that only process how badly you need to engage with your fellow humans in a PvP zone. You may think I'm joking, but I am entirely serious. I take my dog on to the dog park and then I sit there, reading with jealousy for 45 minutes. How it is that we have a place for a dog to get up to chinning hands with her fellows while the only acceptable thing for me to do outside is sit on the bench? It's preposterous. Hi, we have basically all the same needs as a dog for play and exercise and most importantly fun with others. We are ground adults. We should theoretically be allowed to do whatever we want. Why is going around in park the provenance of only dogs and children? Why are we not allowed to do some good old-fashioned light rough routing to choose one another in and out of trees just because it's fun and funny only if you very crucially don't think about why or what for at all if you are thinking you're just describing jujitsu class or recreational softball softball but the most important aspect of the PVT zone is that it's structureless, a place where no one loses and skill doesn't matter. I don't think anyone will argue that many of us think entirely too much now. Perhaps the solution to all of our hills is to just designate an area of our parks where it is acceptable to go up to another person you don't know and say tag you are it and then run away pivot is on it could and should end
by yet. And it will happen. Then a greater focus on preemptive solution will help us spend less on healthcare. A combination of sustainable lifestyle changes and personalized solution will reimagine thick care. I think air spending will shift from reactive to proactive care in the coming decades. More movement and healthy food should be the first line of defense. Building on that foundation, health trackers, preventive diagnostics and coaching care platforms will help all the self-care or the health care system in the long run. Then, 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 obviously, low intensity workouts will have another resurgence. People have come around to the fact that shoulder workouts still have benefits and that high intensity workouts do not have to be long. What we are going to see next is the swell of lower intensity workouts having a lap in the spotlight. More men taking Pilates, people working, lower intensity steady state exercise and wanting to feel better instead of just being fitter. As millennials' life responsibilities start to pile up, this cohort of individuals who were born into the wellness boom continue to age, the wear and tear that intense workouts of the body will have is head. Additionally, people are starting to understand more of the type of the science behind benefits of lower intensity steady state work, especially for the hurt. The soft life mindset will show up in the gym and that's really good. Then medical breakthrough will be balanced with common sense solutions. We at a point where I think we're going to redefine how we see health and wellness in a number of ways. On the one hand, we're going to have to reckon with the environment we've created. There's an increasing acknowledgement that having phones everywhere at all times is causing some disastrous mental health in teens and young adults. And for the rest, 
The impact of neglecting green space, parks, workable areas, and so much more in our day-to-day living is setting up to fail. On the other hand, the promise of medical discovery bring much-needed avenues for meaningful change. The first legitimate drug for obesity will face us to Western with how we see health from both a personal and medicalized approach. My hope is that we find ourselves wrestling with the nuance in the middle, finding ways to utilize medical breakthrough while creating an avenue for long-term sustainability by making our environment invite healthier action. The era of not-too-sweet will continue to gain traction, starting with long overdue realignments of the soda industry towards sparkling water as the era to be continued rise in popularity of everyone food with its greater emphasis on savory oversweets to the all too common experience of asking your server for a wine a wine recommendation that's on the drier side. Sweetness continues to be margin marginalized but while sugar has been demonized for decades from a nutritional standpoint, eaters are now reducing sugar intake for purely taste reasons, not just health one. Even people who aren't militant about avoiding sugar are moderating it because they want to actually taste the food, not have the taste buds smothered in a wave of sweetness. And with rising negative sentiments around the earthfulness of artificial sweeteners and the general affinity for more unadulterated foods, diets in 2024 and beyond might not only continue to reduce sugar levels, but whatever small amounts of sugar they do it will come from natural sources, not synthetic synthetic one. And finally, we'll start biohacking our beach vacation. You used to have to go to a sterile clinic to get a longevity boost with vitamin IV drips and stem core therapy. But results are now partnering with longevity centers to offer on-site treatment. So we'll see more people everywhere 
going to this kind of center in four stars hostel to get the treatment while being on vacation. I think 2024 will bring more health issues with medical breakthrough and on the other hand we'll see all this shift in the mind and so much inspiring people in a good way that's really a good thing to find our way in the wellness journey but don't pressure yourself continue to live to treat yourself to live in a balanced journey and yeah don't be tough don't be hard on yourself try your best day after day and you'll see you'll improve you'll see changes and you'll live the life you deserve so that's it for today i hope that you enjoyed this new episode don't hesitate to rate it to share it if you have any more ideas reach me on instagram and yeah have a good day bye